Welcome to our table, you beautiful human animals, for fun, health, and more. We'll dig into behavior and living right, plus other good things, with some laughs and hopefully a little insight. This is Better Health and World. I am Matt Krogamo, a credentialed writer and personal trainer exploring how to maximize every day of the human experience at Matthew J. Better. And I'm here as usual with my fellow health enthusiast and cultural commentarian, Joe Neubauer at Joe Knows MMA. How we living, everybody? Hear him and me and also Gabrielle Tam Bowen, who's usually sitting at the table with us at Gabby underscore T on Better Fight Cast. Your tightest coverage of the UFC and all things mixed martial arts for seasoned vets of the purest, best of sport you can follow and you rookie fight fans. Subscribe to that and this on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. Now, let us dig into the pure asbestos, everything, and anything else right after this word from legal. Although Matthew Crocobo Jr. is a certified personal trainer, he is not acting in this capacity on this program. All information presented here is strictly for educational and entertainment purposes. Furthermore, should he reference another person's program or piece of literature, he's not necessarily endorsing every position or opinion that anybody might represent. Please consult the appropriate medical professional before making any serious changes to your diet or lifestyle. Boom! Thanks, Legal. We got a lot of things we could talk about tonight. Uh, not, I'm kind of okay with keeping it loose too. I think we might try to touch on uh, one of our favorite, one of our core segments slash themes that kind of goes throughout every episode. But we'll zero in on it every once in a while. Don't be Pavlov's dog. Uh, we're you know talk about, but you know the the principle of condition responses and human beings and how we are uh, activated by logos and sense of thing you know the 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 smells and and such of things that maybe aren't the best things for us and how uh you know our reason gets hijacked by chemicals and uh, subconscious things that you know can take us prisoner uh, and uh i think we might touch on an old old segment which i haven't talked about in a while just kind of a goofy thing uh, where I like to sometimes analyze text typos called shrink the machine, where whether, you know, where you're going from one word and another word pops up, and whether it's your own subconscious or uh, the preloaded words in the keyboard for whatever reason, whether it's product placement, whether it's algorithms for the rest of us or whatever they may be, I like to have fun and try to psychoanalyze what the the leap in the two words might be so we'll see i got a couple different potentials there and uh, a lot of times here we'll talk about some pop culture but that's going to be a separate episode this week uh might mix in a little little fight talk and a little sports talk there's a lot going we might broaden it up and just talk pop you know culture and pop culture in general sports movies tv all the things that we love so check that out we're gonna have a special episode of just dessert probably uh going to drop the same time as this so uh how are we living how's it going going pretty good mm-hmm. going pretty good i can't complain lately i have been committed to working out you've been hitting it you've been been doing good getting, it, getting into that regular thing <clears throat> i can't regret any decision i've made as far as getting up and getting my cardio in it's nice this is a great step it's nice it's a good way to start the day you feel like it pays dividends throughout the rest of your day you got more mm-hmm. energy better control over your biology and Maybe even mm-hmm. up your appetite a little bit. Well, it's it's been two weeks. We mm. had to miss. I, I, I yeah, we have stress. 
was caused in my we life last, last week, week and why I missed last week. But in those two weeks, there has been some things I've been struggling with. We both said last week at the same time. We did it again. <laughs> there is a couple things I have been struggling with these past two weeks. Uh, one is the reality of my actual weight. Okay. I think a lot of people will understand what I'm saying when I when I, when I go through this. And sometimes you don't realize you're as big as you are uh-huh. because you're either in denial. Um, you just don't feel that way. I don't know what the reason is, but sometimes you're in shock and you actually think a scale is broken because <laughs> you can't believe the number that's on it. I need to adjust this thing. Let me go get a dumbbell. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, no. That is five pounds. Oh. Making excuses. And oh. I went through that. And remember, I told you since the beginning of this, I haven't touched a scale. Oh, yeah. That's right. I was going to ask how long it's been. When's the last time you did touch a scale? Has it been like six months? Have you touched a scale since you were working that office job? No. It's it literally, I'm not joking. The last time I had to go to the doctor, which was about a year ago, was the last time I hit a scale. Was that for the job? No. Okay, you just happened to. Okay. I had to, I had a um, sinus infection I couldn't get rid of. Obviously, I needed some some medication. Putting the shoelace through <clears throat> your nose and your ear hole didn't work out, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah. Maybe next time. The steam from the hot cups of tea wasn't going very well. No. But no, I had to, I, I got on a scale and I couldn't believe it. And this is after four weeks of working out and, and, and running hard, like doing everything I can, eating healthier. And, 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 and that's the other thing I learned in this process is losing your patience. Mm-hmm. You know, after about a month, and right now I'm a month and a half, I notice some changes. I feel it, I see it actually, and, and it goes with the, I couldn't believe how big I was. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, what, what's a month and a half? You were saying two- me working out. Uh, what was two weeks though? The last two weeks. Since the last time we did this podcast. Okay. This is what I've been going through. Okay. So you've it, been working out consistently for six weeks, not two weeks. Okay. At least six it's weeks. It's been two I'll weeks since count. we were here. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And it was, it was going through I wasn't sure because I remember you were trying to not talk about it on the mic for a little bit because you wanted to make sure it was consistent. I weeks because I wanted before. to make sure I was... So there. yeah, if we haven't been here two I weeks, I guess six weeks is about right. this podcast tells a tale Man, if you go back in so history. Time is so funny. If you go back in history and you and you listen to this podcast, I, I lost count of how many times I said, well, I changed my diet up this week. <laughs> well, I, I, today's a good day. Just, just a couple hours ago, I got on the treadmill. And I said it time and yeah. time and time. Well, we're again. off to a good start. And I'm sitting here <laughs> and I'm trying to preach better health in the world. I'm trying to yeah. preach health facts to other people, tips, mm, conditioning, mm, all mm. these things. And I'm sitting here with Cheeto fingers and a big belly sticking out. Mm not right not cool so i have to embrace and live the lifestyle and i have been going strong for about six to seven weeks i lost count i stopped counting um like i said the end game of this is to get into a shirt i have that's very old Mm. that i've had for a while but it's a medium and that's the size i should be even at my age that is the size i should be nice and and i'm gonna get there it's i'm still going strong i'm motivated every day i love the feeling i have right now medium's a pretty good place to be man and i just went through a bad spot and i think everybody goes through this to the island when you're about a month or two in and you've been working out every day you've been eating right and you just feel like you haven't seen results yet i think everybody goes through this i think your body is still in shock and you can't just kick those pounds out Mm -hmm. it takes time yeah think about how much time it took you to gain the weight and everybody's body is different. Their genetics are different. I mean, our genetics uh, determine so, so, so much. Like, you, it's, you, I mean, you can't, ultimately, you can't beat your genetics. There are things you can do to fight against them. 
and it's complicated because you know genetic testing is not a cheap thing but you can still follow the patterns from mm-hmm. your family and it, 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 it's it's complicated because there's genetics that are actually in your the chemical composition of the things that make up your body physically and then also you know quote unquote genetics where it's just the learned behavior from your forebears that might not have the best uh, ideas even if they're well-meaning because our the generation before us got the worst dose of health information like nutrition the nutritional information that came out and they were taught was like the worst in mm-hmm. human history and we're still it's the tide is changing but it's boggle it boggles my mind the more i learned about it and i'm at peace with it mm-hmm. and a lot of maybe because a lot of people know and i yeah i'm well yeah, i'm gonna uh, i don't want to talk <laughs> it's gonna bum me out. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's easy to fix. Well, not easy to fix, but it's very possible. You just gotta, you know, do what you do. Do you? You gotta pick your battles and be realistic with yourself, and make the most of every single day while also planning for the long term. Mm-hmm. It's a tricky balance. It's sacrifices in certain areas is what I'm learning. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was gaining the weight from somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm the most terrible eater in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I do go off the chosen path every now and then. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. As I know, I've been quoted as saying plenty of times, my love for deep fried food is real. Yeah, It's real. It's it's my it's my, my biggest addiction. And, and I love especially chicken wings. Mm-hmm. Love them. I, I can't get enough of them. You know, sometimes I don't realize I'm eating them that often, but I'm eating them, you know, before I was eating them about three times a week. It's because it's my favorite food in the world. And that's just way too much. Way too much. You have to find alternatives. Now, sometimes do you have to cut out the deep fried wings forever and never eat them? No. You know, you can use the healthy alternatives, and they are great substitutes for a craving on like maybe a Monday night but when you have a certain event that you're nostalgic with and you have that certain food that kind of goes with it mm. like me my chicken wings definitely come with my mixed martial arts when mm. I watch my mm. UFC Bellator whatever it is if it's a big event a big fight I'm into it I, I like to sit down and have chicken wings yeah and it's unfortunately the fights are almost always especially the big important ones our time are going to be happening late at night mm-hmm because for people who are football fans and stuff and you're eating them in the middle of the day, if you are going to eat bad and do bad things and have sugars and highly refined carbs and that kind of stuff, it's better to have it in the middle of the day. In my opinion, you know, I'm not a nutritionist or a dietitian, um, but earlier in the day I like to focus more on having high you know a high con- a high dose of some healthy fats whether it's grass-fed butter and or coconut oil and or heavy whipping cream in some coffee or some eggs uh bacon but i usually don't have time i don't have time uh i actually am at the point where if i do have bacon it's because i cook the whole thing at once and refrigerate it and resurrect it and sometimes i don't even resurrect it i'll just eat it mm-hmm. But 
if you don't let it go too long, pretty damn good. Um, and and especially in the middle of the day, you're going to be more active, and there's a better chance you can put those calories, you know, burn them off or put them to good work if they are able to be put to good work. Because, I mean, there's different schools of thought on this. Some people say it doesn't matter how, how you know what you have as long as it's within a 24-hour time frame. But then there's you can also find things about there being a late-night eating disorder where you mm-hmm. can consume a, whatever percentage of your things after a certain time or, or whatnot. And just it, it doesn't make sense that that could be healthy. It doesn't make sense that that could be healthy. You want to be having... I mean, the the more common things you hear is that you want to be having healthier things like vegetables if you are going to eat before bed. Um, or maybe lean protein, I guess. So, I mean, I feel like vegetables are good any time of the day. It doesn't matter if it's Pretty night, much. morning, lunch. Even if it's your late night snack, it's better Pretty than much. eating eating a candy bar yeah. or I like cookies. To, I like or... to drink uh, about at least half of my vegetables, sometimes all my vegetables in a day. Because they are, they in. are arduous sometimes, mm-hmm. especially if you don't have time to cook. Just trying to eat raw vegetables all day. Well, every you know day what the other thing is, is a pain in the butt, especially when you're <clears throat> limited by how often you can go to the grocery store. So your produce is quick to go bad. So you end up having less selection, at least as the week goes on. So it's like how, how many, how, how much broccoli and pepper can I eat? That's you know we've got like just like some random seasoning or whatever, and you can get creative. You can add different sauces and oils and stuff what i want to start doing for dinner this is a commitment i'm making moving forward i've been making vast changes through the weeks and all for the better it's slowly it's just i'm looking at it like this was such a slow process of me starting on this journey i'm on to get these pounds off i still Mm -hmm. have about 20 more pounds to go and i've lost i know at least 10 already nice I, i feel it my pants feel better everything feels looser it's just like i said the shock of the scale i didn't know i was that big I didn't feel that big. I think I just kind of morphed into it, mm. and you get comfortable with it, and you just don't see it through that type of lens. Mm. That's probably why I never take my shirt off. That's probably yeah. why I never, you know, I'm not a beach person. It's probably why, um, you know, I, I wear bigger shirts. I'm always you were getting, We shirts. were talking about this before the mic went hot. You, uh, you know, getting comfortable when you're in a relationship Mm -hmm. because you were in better shape before the relationship, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, you guys are three years deep or just about... And three years before when I was single, before I met her, Mm. I was always in shape. Yeah. Actually, always. Like, I was was small. I was lean. I was hitting the gym. You had to stay hungry. I was always eating better. Keep that fire in your belly. It's like you guys don't want to be spending your elder years in doctor's offices, right? Well, I mean, and then when you get in a relationship, sometimes your true colors come out. I think I always wanted to be a fat boy at heart. Like, why not? Like, I'm I'm happy. I'm comfortable. There, who do I have to impress? She yeah. just told me she loved me before she went to bed. Like, we're good. <laughs> I'm, we're straight. Like, what do I got to do? I don't need a mistress. I got hostess. They're in the cupboard. Yeah. I took her kids in like they're my own. You know, like yeah. it's it's like they're running around and and that's the other big thing on this this is like when children enter your life, you don't realize. All How of a sudden, much there's food. Just, like chicken nuggets everywhere. Like, they where wait. did these chicken nuggets come from? And huh? what do kids eat? They eat the ultimate munchy food. They eat the ultimate snacks. Well, you don't have to they let eat... them. No, but <laughs> we do. <laughs> we let yeah. them. My kid manages to eat not quite as well as I do. 
because he does. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I force him to do it to a point, and you don't want to be. You don't want to give kids uh, a a lot of negative energy about healthy food. You don't want to give them some kind of a psychological complex. And that's a very possible thing. You don't just want to be like, eat this, it's good for you, mm-hmm. even though it tastes bad. Uh, I try to explain to my son, and it, it he's not, he's like complete, he's like how a good watch is resistant to water. He's resistant to vegetables. They just kind mm-hmm. of bounce off of them, but they can penetrate. They can get, they can get in there if you make them. Uh, and it's gotten, you know, we've worn him out. And he's no longer water resistant. He. He will well. He still is to a point, but I, I explained to him that broccoli has things in it that your body needs that you can't get from anything else. Or well, you can, but you can't. You, but then you got to eat these leafy greens and all this stuff. You want a salad or some of these vegetable smoothies that I make, or do you want to eat this raw broccoli right here? I mean, I've cooked it for him before. I've got the cheese on him before. Fortunately, the easiest because that stuff goes once once that stuff is not hot, it's gross. And he does not get to it right away. So, and better for me, better for him. A little bit of raw broccoli with whatever he's got going on. Yeah, yeah, you got to have the balance. And you know, I I cook a lot. I have a lot of uh, you know, I cook my own meat and in real butter on cast iron skillets and everything, and try to make it good for him. And I let him have a little bit of soda or whatever he wants, but I might cut it with a little bit of club soda or make sure I don't let him have too much. Mm-hmm. And, I let him have those things. Maybe try to let him have them earlier in the day when he's burning. You know, soda's so bad for you. Stop. I enjoy a Coke with a burger every now and then. Oh, God. But my new rule is I'm only going to have a Coke with a burger and French That's fries. Not bad. And you know not how often I eat a burger and French fries? Not very often. Right. Because I've learned soda, fruit punch, lemonade, sweet tea, all sweet these. Tea. Sweet tea? When you tea. even say it, it gives you a southern accent. That's like, funny. Sweet tea, you guys, you all have sweet tea now? Oh, I'm so excited. Those drinks oh, that really was, are that was the like devil a, juice. A little New York accent slipped in there or something. I messed up. I effed up. What do you say? Those drinks are devil juice. Mm-hmm. They're so they're so toxic for your body. Oh, one thing. Okay, we're gonna get back. We'll we'll dip into no more pacifiers. This is something I think I was maybe gonna talk about last week. No more pacifiers is of course the things that. Like cigarette, like t- nicotine, caffeine, and that kind of thing. Tea. Talking about tea, a uh, new pacifier of mine, and I think it's a great, and I recommend it for everybody. You can't go wrong. Is uh, I really like iced tea. I'm not a fan of hot tea, but if you are willing to put in the work, and sometimes that extra ritual makes it more satisfying. Where you brew your own tea and then you chill it. And this way you can have a variety of caffeinated or decaffeinated things. So this is a pacifier, a healthy, almost like zero sum total negative, you know, no, no effect on your nutritional content, your calories at all, is if you brew these teas and drink them. Like, I mean, there's going to be something there, I guess. I mean, it's impossible for it to not have nothing, have anything, to have nothing. The, I think onions and garlic are two, two of the very few foods that literal, that almost literally have like no effect on you at all other than positive things. Um, but I've got, I might have talked about this on air, I'm not sure. I got a Tazo vanilla chai for the caffeinated right now and I got a, I can't remember the brand, but they're in every grocery store, so they don't really need the shout out. They do like a lot of the sleepy time teas and that kind of thing. They, uh, I got a, it might even be a, this might be a sleepy time peach tea or something, some kind of peach tea. It's you know, 
and it's not decaffeinated it's ne you know naturally not caffeinated so there's never been any caffeine anywhere near this stuff brew it every once in a while we'll have a hot cup of tea but that's very rare a lot of times i'll pour it and if i don't want to wait for it to cool down i will pour it into one of my various metal containers i'm a i'm metal now i don't know if you knew that i'm, I'm a metal guy not the music which we were also kind of talking about before the mics went hot Maybe. what do you mean by you're a metal guy you don't well use... look what i got right here i got my i got water and a giant metal tumbler tumbler here with a lid on it Why'd you and change? i have my other drink well because i like i don't like drinking out of plastic and drinking out of glass is tricky and sometimes disastrous and messy oh yeah i can oh, imagine god dude you set your book bag down the wrong way and... <sighs> yeah i've been there time i dropped my lunch bag walking into work and this this was this is still a potential problem because i still bring my vegetable smoothies into my place of work inside of a old clean spaghetti jar sometimes those spaghetti jars are used to drink said iced tea out on the deck of my house very nice like I, it's 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 i mean it's heavenly it really is um but yeah i dropped uh, my lunch bag on in the parking lot on my way in and by the and it, it just started to erupt as I walked into the building. I tried to scoop it up. I think I managed to have a couple of uh, linens, you know, hand towels, napkins that I, I had accidentally walked out to my car with previously, and I was bringing them back in, so I had something to help me contain the mess. But I felt like I was the with the way that the th the situation was dis dissolving so quickly. Like it's just as I was walking into the door at work. It just started to fall apart and green goo and shard well the shards of glass were contained in the bag but you could still feel the structure was falling apart and i had other stuff in there it ended up well so i felt like i was the flash running with a bomb that was blown about to blow up like i was okay. running over the ocean as it was like you could like this was, was in, in super slow motion about to explode and i just needed to get it miles away from whatever the hell city flash lives in some made-up dc city because they can't be they can't be boss like marvel and live in the real world um and it's funny on the way in i passed one of our uh one of our managers and he was like hey what's going on man and i was like oh nothing and he saw what was going on and he was like "Ooh!" and it was just uh, by that point it was it was starting to drip down like it was the blood and aliens that was leaking through the through the through the floor and just you don't want to get in here and oh my god it's that let the by by the end there was a like seven foot trail like a little little river to the trash can mm -hmm. where i just had to uh and then clean up it i had a, a ice pack like a plastic rolled refreezable thing it was like, like a layer of reusable ice cubes almost you can wrap around Dirt cheap. They're like two or three bucks at your local uh, Walmart-ish store, I'm sure. I recommend them. They're very versatile. I'm down to two now out of my original three because of that day because the Shattered Glass killed it. Mm -hmm. Shattered Glass, not a bad movie. Possibly the only good movie with Anakin Skywalker in it. Christian Haydenson, by the way. But we don't need to say any more about that or Christian Haydenson. And Steven Sarsgaard in it, too, I believe, who's boss. Um, who was awesome in Jarhead, which was also boss. And Jake Gyllenhaal, also boss. Um. All right, so we were you. So that we got there because you were saying sweet tea was the devil. Sweet tea, lemonade, fruit punch, soda, all those sugary drinks. It's just liquid sugar going. 
Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, it's one coffees. of the things that I try to rail against, and just try, it's it's something that people don't realize. And I used to be there. You don't you just don't realize how easy it is to drink all that sugar. It's so many people's big problem. Also, another people don't realize is a lot of you know bread is sugar too. You need some carbs. Try to pick the good ones, and that's something I really want to research, and that's something I haven't talked about a whole lot. Uh, but uh, the you know because it's something I want to pay better attention to because I'm being on portion control and trying to have the closest thing to like whole real food and everything. But the carbs are one thing I've kind of neglected in my studies to a point. Um, I mean, they, you know, you can go to these different lists and stuff and even different experts and stuff and they'll say things like Ezekiel bread so I guess you can try to go to specialty stores and find that I don't know mm-hmm. but we'll revisit that topic we'll put a pin in it uh, hmm. alright I was talking about alright we covered all that you got anything else alright Let's get back to Don't Be Plavlov's Dog. That was the uh, initial segment that we need to give a little love to. So this is, uh, as I said, about us trying to fight back our conditioning so we don't let things like wafts of fried chicken. I was parked next to a Popeye's yesterday, and oh my God, I was I was ready to just drive through the wall. I was, mm-hmm. I was ready. I wanted it. I wanted it so bad. And I try, I try to avoid fried food. Yeah, fried chicken. I try to avoid fried food. Oh. Fried food is delicious. I mean, you, you got to keep yourself sane. This might be our only chance on this rock. <clears throat> you got to, you know, sometimes, you know, you get a cheat meal and do whatever mm-hmm. you want. <sighs> but I try to avoid fried food. And that's another, you know, maybe I'll try to ruin fried food for you another time when we're sitting here, but not tonight. I've, I've been reading, I've been going back into, uh, I'm very busy. There's a lot of di- I got a lot of different interests. They're they're related. I mean, a lot of them are health related and you know humans and stuff, human experience. It's all it's all related. But as far as kinesiology and also nutrition, which is what led me to the key, the you know the personal training stuff. I'm reading. I've I've talked about it a couple times. Deep Nutrition by Dr. Kate Shanahan excellent I'm, I'm just like picking apart and going into, i'm not reading it from front to back i've like started reading the front i've started reading different sections got a lot of good a lot of good stuff in there um she talked about fried food that's why i started thinking about that book and just if i if i remind myself why these things are bad I don't think I'm going to come up. I think eventually some of the content that's going to pop up on Better Health of the World is going to involve some like funny cartoons where it's like visuals of how this crap is tearing apart your insides. And if anybody wants to steal that idea from me and do it, knock yourself out. But I'm going to do it too, maybe. I don't care. Just, ugh. Anyway. Um, so don't be Pavlov's dog. Ivan Pavlov was... Let's see, I think I got that information right here. A Russian physiologist from 100 years ago. He was known for classical conditioning. He did the famed experiment where a dog is given food after hearing a bell enough times to associate that bell with being fed. That noise conditions the animal to salivate, even if the dog is no longer being fed with the bell. We are animals conditioned to many different things. Be them in the form of loud, flashy ads or bright, color-coordinated candy wrappers that we associate with our overpalatable, yummy, yummy goodies that are terrible for us on many fronts. Inflammation, gut health, brain health, energy... They're addictive, they're unsatisfying, 
the best way to get over these things is to kind of anticipate when you're going to be in in this cop the, the you know anticipate anticipate the feelings anticipate when you might be in that situation or even anticipate just the 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 smell even if you don't know when it's going to sneak up on you, you walk around any corner it's for me it's mcdonald's for me it's the reese's pieces wrapper at this point i guess the the, the peanut butter snickers are probably my ultimate candy kryptonite they're probably my favorite it's been a while since i've had one I don't know. I've had some candy not too long ago. I guess it has been a while. I don't know. I try not. To, I try not to give myself a complex with food either. I used to be experimenting with extreme dieting, uh, but in in a lot of cases, some of these things can be very beneficial, especially for people with medical issues. But even for people without, if they can pull it off, and especially if they make sure to get. You know, if you're doing an unconventional diet, you got to make sure you're getting your stuff checked out, your blood work done, going to the right doctors and everything. Of course, you know, as we said at the top, please consult appropriate medical professional, you animals, and not a vet. Some of you might deserve a vet. Hmm. Um, like if, like if, like if you rebels on the run, like you're in those in the movie where you get the vet to help you off hours through the back. Uh, <clears throat> oh, Pavlov won the Nobel Prize, by the way, in 1904. So there's that. Prepare emotionally. The, you know, prepare emotionally so your logic and morality don't get hijacked by chemical things going on, and you think you're making your own decisions. A lot of times when I try to revisit some of these subjects, it's because I have a specific thing that makes me want to talk about it. In this case, we just hadn't talked about Pavlov in a while, and well, I guess. I mean, I guess the, the fried chicken thing was a very recent thing. Maybe that subconsciously made me pick this topic. I don't know. Have you had any uh, Pavlov moments? I guess you did have chicken wings the other night, but that wasn't... I don't think we talked about that on air, did we? But that wasn't... that. That's not a Pavlovian thing, but even though they are things that you like, um, that's it is another interesting aspect of food and the hurdles for... Yeah, well, this Eating healthy, air. it really yeah. makes extreme dieting impossible... And but this is an issue that you, one can account for if you are trying to like train, train. You can call it a cheat meal, or if mm-hmm. you're just trying to live moderately. What happened? Well, uh, my um, my girlfriend Gabrielle Telmbellen, who also does this podcast with us, mm-hmm. she had a you know obviously she has two kids, mm-hmm. one son, one girl. Mm-hmm. Son seven years old, the girl's four years old. Mm-hmm. Well, tonight she had a mother-son night where it was just them two. So it was just me and the girl. And then last minute in the 11th hour, my grandfather wanted to join us for dinner and said, hey, why don't everybody meet me at Pizza Hut on Ritchie Highway at 6.30? Can't tell the grandpops no. Mm -hmm. So, of course, we all met there, and Kayla was with me, and she told me that she wanted chicken wings because she saw Mommy and me eat them all the time and it was a good way to break the ice because like i said i'm not her biological father i'm mm. hopefully one day her stepfather mm. um and we have a really good relationship and it was a great way to like get her to come with me without having to remember that she's not with her mother or her brother you know they're off doing their own thing mm. so we go to the restaurant and i ordered her the smallest amount of chicken wings i could i got six chicken wings deep fried mild Mm-hmm. And she said the only way she was eating them is if I was eating them too. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you tell the four-year-old yeah. that's staring at you in the eyes? No. I, just, I couldn't do it. I, 
I could not do it, and we split the chicken just wings together. It. it was a do great it. moment between the both of us. You're like that undercover cop who's got to kill that guy. You just mm-hmm. got to kill that guy. Just mm-hmm. do it. Just do it. So I, it's like I, I don't feel guilty about it. I had to, you know, like I said, this whole health journey that I'm going on right now, and hopefully in two months' time I can lose the 20 pounds I need to. I'm hoping it takes me three months. But I might be a little older in age where it used to take me three months back in the day. Mm. But now, it, even if it takes six months, it doesn't matter. I'm committed. Mm. But, um, you know, I don't think eating those wings with her is going to make or break this whole journey that I'm on. Right. This whole journey that I'm on isn't to get in Olympic-level shape here. Mm-hmm. It's not to get into athlete shape. It's not in, to get into supermodel shape. It's so I can have a better living every day. Mm-hmm. It's so my health is better. My mental is better. And just overall passion. Have you ever noticed like when you're eating better, you're working out, your passion for life? Mm-hmm. It's just bigger. Yeah, if you're eating crap and you're not active, you feel sluggish and you feel dead inside. Mm-hmm. And eating more garbage is the best way to fill that void, but it just makes it more void. I want to make a lot better decisions in my eating, but if I even have one meal a day that's not the best for you, mm-hmm. so be it. As long as I'm getting the amount of vegetables you're supposed to get in a day. As long as yeah, I'm drinking get the, the correct stuff, amount of water. Balance. I'm doing it to live a healthy life, to work on things you just mentioned, like the inflammation. The gut health, the brain health, brain health, which is what got me into health in general. Like my, it's it's when it really clicked that the things you take in affect your perception of your reality. Yes. So I'm working on all those aspects of life right now, and it, and it feels good. But if I want to have deep fried chicken wings every night, I might not ever get in tip top perfect shape. But you know what? I'm still living a great life. Mm. I'm still eating all my vegetables. I'm still Mm. drinking all my water. And I'm still working out. The blood's flowing. The heart's pumping. Air's circulating through the body. It's just just a better life. I recommend looking into a multivitamin also. Because one thing, you know, reading about some nutrition stuff, and it's something I've heard time and time again, and I'm not 100% sure because I don't exist with these things on a molecular level. So I don't – it's hard to know – what to believe because there's ever there's numerable experts on every side of every issue that all can sound pretty convincing uh but one thing they say is that it's very possible a lot of the produce we're getting doesn't have the nutrients that it used to or that it should or that we think so multivitamin highly recommend a multivitamin to go along with eating all this stuff go ahead I was going to say today. I got one to recommend, I think, but you go ahead It's first. amazing you say that because what you just said right there about our food, huh? today, um, during the daytime, it was actually while I was working out, uh, Gabby's mom, of course, the daughter's grandmother, the daughter was here, the son was in school, she asked if she could pick up her granddaughter and go pick fresh strawberries today. Okay. So they went out and picked fresh strawberries from an organic garden, like, like an actual farm. Well, that's cool. Um, came back. And this is the first time I ever had a fresh strawberry like this. Oh, Other did it that, taste? I've always it, had store bought. Oh, it probably tasted like like Europe. I don't want to eat another amazing. strawberry again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unless yeah, it's picked yeah. from the ground. Seriously, I, and it made I've me, heard that. It just made me question. I heard. I can't it didn't remember. Look like these these strawberries you see in the God, stores that look like two strawberries are combined. I was listening to somebody who was talking about when he ate a tomato over in Italy or something, and he was like, "What? Oh my God! Like this is how food is supposed to taste? What?" What? Yeah. And it just had me so intrigued. I'm like, I've never had a strawberry 
this delicious before in my life. Mm. Not as sweet, not as yeah. perfect. They weren't all huge. Mm. Like, you notice how you get these strawberries in the stores that look like they're on steroids? They look yeah. like they're two stair. No, look. You look at them. They look like two yeah. strawberries. Yeah. Oh yeah. Combined. They look like they look. They they don't. They look like they were grown in a lab next they're to like robots wide in and Westworld. There, there's some Westworld strawberries. Yes, and and I'm like, you know what? It makes me wonder what they're doing to this food that's in your grocery stores. They're they're injecting it with higher profit margins. It almost wants me to start building a garden in my backyard. It could have been Ben Green Ben Greenfield. He was on Joe, the Joe Rogan Experience seven days ago, episode eleven twenty. You hear he Joe might, Rogan's having on Friday? Uh, on Friday? This Friday coming up. It's funny you brought up Joe Rogan. Um, Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. It's big time. <sighs> I got one obvious guess, but I don't want to go with him just I literally just yet. read it 20 I don't want to go with him just yet. I'll give you a hint. It's a her. You're not going to guess it. It's not MMA. No. Okay, hold on. Uh, yeah. Somebody's really big in the news right now. All right, who? Roseanne Barr. Oh, I should have thought of that. I should have thought of that. Yeah, he's been. I just I, read a tweet she's from been, her. She, she was said on. She'll be on Joe Rogan she was Friday. on. She, I've heard her on Joe Rogan before. She was good before. I don't know. I don't know that I don't go. know the details of yeah. what's going on with her. I just I've heard about this. It's not good. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good it's at all. It's not good. What from she what said, I heard, from what I, I heard secondhand from a dude, from a dude, from a dude. Yeah. You know, across the bar. I don't that I work at. Uh, you know, the restaurant that I work at. I heard a guy say something that, it, and if, it, if what he's saying is true, and it probably is pretty close to whatever happened. <laughs> Went way too far. She's very apologetic. I like how she's responding. She is seriously apologetic. She knows she messed up. She's wow. admitting. I always say your first thing you got to do is you got to admit you were wrong. Yeah. There's only there's only one person who can say whatever they want on Twitter these days. And with that, <laughs> let's move on. But what she said, she deserves everything she's getting because that was a really dumb statement by her. But yeah, when you say Joe Rogan, that's that's gonna be big time for Joe Rogan. This is like sixty. Minutes. He just had Steven Tyler on, man. Yeah. That was a good interview. It was even if you don't give two s's about Aerosmith's music, that was a good interview, man. Joe Rogan had Steven. Steven Tyler. Tyler is seventy years old. That was such a good interview. I George gotta Saint listen Pierre. to that. The GSP interview was dope. I'm still not done. I love it. I have a GSP quote wrote, written down. I think I don't even think I need it. He on the Joe Rogan. He said, um. Satisfaction is the death. And I think they were talking about the fire in the belly. I oh man, I can't remember the you know. Satisfaction is the death, basically, is the the gist of it. Just GSP you know, is always, so intelligent. You know, don't don't don't. Yeah, it was there was a lot of good stuff. Stuff. Ah, yeah, life. Talking a lot of good life. Oh, well, who cares? You get the idea. Um. All right. One thing that. Uh, I can't remember if I teased this or not. I think I did. Did I talk about? I know we talked about it off air. In the oh, I guess I'm just gonna talk about it anyway. I was talking about uh, serving, and it's one of the one of one of my one of our streams of revenue. Uh, and it's something that. I'm not sure how much I want to dig in on this topic right now. I'll just say 
that it, I guess one thing I really what I really wanted to get into about this is just as far as perspective and appreciating and a pre uh, you know make you know don't plan for the future like I was saying you know like we're talking about making making the most out of each day but also planning for the future striking that balance uh, you know appreciating your place and not always even you know. A, one thing I've really appreciated about being in this, being in the industry, is not many people get the chance. And this is something I've really, you know, I've already, I've been aware of this for years, of course, and I've written a lot of literature that's been passed out to pe- to to thousands and thousands of people in that company directly for the purpose of enhancing their own morale and performance. Um, but just pre you know, appreciating what you know what is good about where you are right now. And, you know, I guess it goes with Stephen Tyler. You don't want to be complacent because you still want to work for bigger, better things. But I really appreciate and it seems like it's almost certain that one day I won't be talking and interacting and, you know, all but taking the pulse of humanity, raw humanity. Every single kind of human being comes into our particular restaurant. Like it's... A corporate place it's got name recognition and it's in the middle of a huge hugely populated area right between you know annapolis like three different, annapolis yeah. dc and baltimore you know more the population is growing and there's well, all kinds the and there's all kinds there's all kinds of people in between that are traveling in between and then yes all the people living there too and by the well, three Glen communities Park and, that too and, pasadena and pasadena yeah, yeah so that too those are also you know suburban epicenters that are, it's god it's such a weird place it's such a it's strange interesting the our geography is something that's fascinated me for years it's one of the things that one of the things that shaped how I wanted to be a writer, I wanted to represent Maryland to a point. You know, we're American miniature. You know, and that's kind of Are you corny. With the Maryland flag. I mean, because I've never seen a state love their flag as much as in Mar- as Maryland. Like these they people love may, their flag. When I see everybody with it everywhere on their flip flops and stuff, it makes me like it less. To be honest with you, I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> I mean, most bars I go to around here, they always have like a Maryland flag up, and like, I mean, a bar something. having a flag up is fine, but the way it's, yeah, it's a little garish. And people it's are definitely used. obsessed with crabs around right here. Now. Yeah, yeah, they are. Oh, I'm not a. F- uh, that's the a, most overrated, expensive. Food crabs are in not the, the thing that make me a proud Marylander. Like I'm, I'm always, I, I can get down with some crab just because I. Cool. I, I get know, like I love once a my year. family once and a stuff. year once a year I love crabs I like <gasps> sitting at a table like this with a bunch of friends with some beer I used to chew at my cuticles a lot more than I do now so crabs are not quite as bad for me as they used to be but I'm still it's just energy it's so much energy it's just like this is Work. what it is this Work. is what it is okay here it Opening is a crab here is it like is art. here's some delicious meat oh no there's still some shell in there there's still just a big old shell right in the middle of what looked like a big hunk of delicious meat good job it is an job. art to i remember pick a crab right. my favorite one of my favorite things is the jim gaffigan stand-up skit and i don't want to give away too much of his material but one thing he said he i think he was pretending to be god he was talking in the voice of god and he was yelling at people and he was just like you're eating this. You're eating. The, I I I made it look like this. I gave it this shell. 
Or no, the real what's great is you know when you open up a crab and there's that one part you're not supposed to eat, like all of it. <laughs> I love and he was just saying, and God, God said, like I named it after a disease. Like what? What? Why? Why are you? Why? But uh, they're fine every once in a while. But yeah, there are some things that I don't know. I'm always an outsider, whether it's with Maryland or whatever. Like in some in some cases, maybe we all are with all the different hats that we wear. We're always a little bit on the fringe. I don't know. Some freaks. Um, but okay, so we were talking about Maryland and so many people. It's something I'll miss. It's something I like. It's something that's kept me kept a toe in this industry for as long as I have. And uh, whatever else I got going on as time marches forward, like I really want to find some way to hang on to that. Like I can't imagine I'll continue serving or bartending a whole lot longer or you know at least not you know it's not something that people can do you know but there's got to be some some way some way because I, I i would miss that like i really i want to be on the being the on the pulse of all the people all the people out there it's great sometimes it's terrifying and sometimes you're just like i do not i do not want to talk to them right now and it's you know some because people can be nasty but i like not being surprised i like not being intimidated uh if you work with the same 25 people and you don't get out and you don't do things and then even if you do go out and do things you're still not gonna you still might not necessarily it's still hard to like it's hard to experience that it's a very special thing and it's something yeah, I'm it's really made me look at a lot of trying to of soak up and... I'm really trying to get it like I'm really trying to soak it up as much as I can and I've been having a lot of fun like I've just been having I've been going there trying to have fun and most people the thing is the thing that I've learned even the people that you know sometimes I might not get the money that I want out of them but like I've been trying to have so much fun with these people that are presented to me and I want to have fun with them and leave an impression on them and try to make them laugh and whatever uh, I usually I haven't been having any problems really mm-hmm. other than maybe not getting paid <laughs> as much as I would like to but even that doesn't worry me as much because if this okay it's something that used to really bother me this is something I was worried to talk, this is the thing I was kind of wary to talk about but F it it's not that big a deal uh, I used to even not that long ago I was starting to get kind of bitter because it's very this is the only job where you can do 100% of everything right and get paid zero mm-hmm. basically I mean you get an hourly wage that gets taxed away to nothing so you can make nothing in fact you can make negative nothing because a lot of places especially at our place you gotta give a percentage of what you're expected to make to the auxiliary staff so if someone gives you zero you're paying for part of their dinner it's awesome so it can give me it can make me pretty upset but if it was a guaranteed salary we'd either be making $12 an hour or it would be like a unionized labor-y kind of job where you gotta go through whatever to get it and then I, I just, well, for what I, I I just I I don't see myself I don't I don't think we would be there like I like I like this I like the freedom this is one of the last places where someone can just be kind of a rogue like that like uh, you know feel like a pirate kind mm-hmm. of just you can just jump on jump on the ship mm-hmm. take off it's like we're like we're in the circus it's great it can be a nightmare but I like it I've been having a lot of fun it's cool try to and you know with that if there's any insight to be gleaned from that. Uh, you know, try to have fun, try to appreciate what you're doing, try to appreciate the people, make the best of it, you know. Yeah, dealing with all the different personalities, I really have, I think, 
grown a great grasp on people in life. I mean, I feel like I've dealt with every type of person just through being in, you know, like you said, serving. Mm. I've dealt with every different characteristic you can possibly think of. Every big topic, every situation you can think of, I've, I've encountered mm. it just by waiting tables. I can be, I just feel like I can be stone-faced in any situation. Like, like I just remember, oh, it's great. <laughs> it's I've great. Waited on, I've waited on celebrities. I can celebrities. keep a poker face. Yeah, me too. I've waited on, um. <laughs> I waited on Raphael Palmero right before he got popped for steroids. <laughs> or probably right after he got popped, but before everybody knew. He was not yeah. in a good mood. <laughs> not in a good mood at all. Um, you know, like um, um, political figures, I've waited on. Yeah, Barbara um, Mikulski came in my old store once. I think it was her. Yeah. Yeah, she's the, yeah, it would have been her. Known gang members, police officers, firefighters, there. military men and women. I held the door for Cal Ripken Jr. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, every type of person, every type of characteristic. I sold an ice cream cake to I've, Pat Sajak. encountered it, and it's given me a great grasp on life. I definitely can read people and see through people a lot better than probably most. Just because of the situations I deal with on a daily basis, because of one of my streams of revenue is mm. serving. So I mean, it's great sometimes, and sometimes it can be really bad. Because another thing it's taught me is I don't know why we are so cruel to each other. I don't know why we're so mean. Why we can be so hateful to strangers? Well, it's something that's made me think about it a lot, and I think a lot of people. And this is something we could definitely revisit because this could be an entire hour. Uh, it's not a bad idea. But a lot of people, I think, are not as happy in their lives as we are. And a lot of people make decisions based on what they think they're supposed to do and not necessarily what they want to do or they don't get to the point where they want to do what they're supposed to do and something gets mixed up or messed up and they don't you know just a lot of people aren't living their optimal life they're not you know not that not everybody has like the creative drive like we do which is hard for me to understand because like i just it, it's hard for me to understand someone who doesn't have this like unenduring compulsion or i guess enduring it can be unendurable sometimes uh i guess is kind of kind of where that was going but you know, you have to. I have to. I have to create things. I can't not. It makes me feel. I feel good to do it, and it makes me feel bad to not do it, for whatever reason. And I. And, but you know, not everybody has to be doing. You know, there's so many different things out there, uh, and you know, I think a lot of people just. A lot of people are not happy with where they are. There's not. There's a lot of, a lot of bad stuff going on in the world, and I don't know. I. I. I, I don't. I don't think a lot of people are malicious or evil at heart. It's just a lot of people motivated by fear and resentment and just weakness. You know, people are weak, I guess, is what it is. And I'll take weak over evil. So that's why people are mean to us, because they're weak. And they want to pay it forward because they get beat up by life, whether it's a ass job or a bad relationship or whatever, whatever Wait. the case may be. Health. Like being overweight. Yeah, well, a lot of times people are, I mean, a lot of times people are overweight. People, one thing I've heard, you know, I've listened to a lot of psychological kind of stuff. Uh, you know, I've been a big fan of Dr. Drew and stuff ever since I was young, young, young. And people like that. Uh, people can put, a lot of times when people are obese, especially, they are 
they, they psychologically are trying to keep people at a distance from themselves. And that's, you know, I haven't personally psychoanalyzed obese people that I've met. But it makes sense and it's a thing. And then there's also, you know, genes and biology and stuff to take into account too. And I don't know. But yeah, that doesn't help. All right, let's move on. Let's shrink the machine. So this is where I like to psychoanalyze either myself or the machine or the collective consciousness about text typos. One that comes up a lot when I try to swipe for the word you, Y-O-U, it gives me toy. And really? Yeah, I get toy a lot. I mean, I get some weird... It's like it's trying to cheapen who we are. Yeah. Whether I'm trying, whether... I think it's toy. I'm having trouble making out my handwriting now. It almost looks like tool. Another one. Ooh, a new one I got today. Uh, I went for a while. I tried to type Wi-Fi, and it, at first it gave me bar fight. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> Completely, well, <laughs> completely opposite. I mean, I would I think mean, wife. Well, think about it. Think about it. well. It's funny. I like to just. I, it's funny to think of you know Wi-Fi is the road to the internet, and there's a lot of verbal bar. There's a lot of digital bar fights going on these days. <laughs> we're gonna talk about the raw, cruel humanity. It is a big, big bar fight you can get involved in once you flip on that Wi-Fi. If yeah. You want. Comment sections are just crazy. Yeah, apparently YouTube is one of the worst. They're all bad. YouTube comments are bad. I don't care what it is. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you're a celebrity, especially in a, in a, in a public light, mm. wow. Mm. Wow, especially the bigger ones. Man, I've always said, if you're, very, if you're a very popular person, take any of the top stars, any of them, anybody that's like one of the top superstars in whatever genre of what they do yeah. in life. They have just as many haters as they have people that adore them. That's hmm. a fact. That is a fact. If everybody knows about them, there's only a few people that are household names. Take Taylor Swift. Oh, there's a million people that would hate her. I mean, there's millions and millions of people that would probably it's hate her. It's almost one out of two people hate her. Literally. Yeah. Like, you think about everybody knows her. There's, there's not many people. You're not going to encounter many people that don't know who Taylor Swift is. Mm. They've at least heard of her in some capacity. Mm. They either love her or hate her. Everybody has an... It, it's just crazy to me how much... How many people have so much hate in this world. It, it's, it's, it's absolutely insane. Mm. And the comments that go on those type of sections are... <laughs> I mean, they can be very entertaining, but they can also be some of the most hateful and hurtful things I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. I saw a meme today that said, girls think guys want this, and they showed a picture of a big, you know, a big nicely shaped butt and some big nicely shaped breasts. But guys really want this, and they showed a girl with, you know, like beautiful nice eyes and this and, you know, a beautiful smile. <laughs> some of the comments are like so nasty. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that doesn't even make sense. Whoever put that? Well, I get the sentiment. They're trying to say, you know, a good man. You know, they weren't even saying a good man. They were just saying guys want a nice, yeah. nice eyes and a nice smile. They're that not, person is wrong. They're not interested in. Yeah, you mean, you know, guys want all of it. They want all four of those things and many other things. 
<laughs> I have been a big believer. Girls, won't. but I I don't check. A lot. I I mean I I don't do Facebook too much. Like I'll I'll get on it for like a few minutes here and there throughout the day while I'm doing something else. I don't have time to open a book or do something else, and I don't want to be listening to a podcast for a second or two. So I'm I'm not too involved. I don't check on too many comments, but I had to see the comments and. I can't say any of them, but it was very satisfying. <laughs> it was as good as you can imagine and more. <laughs> People are beautiful. Yeah. They're poets. <laughs> People are very funny. Like, they are very funny. And the thing is, you get all these different thoughts in one. It's like yeah. you get like, okay, there's like 50 replies, mm-hmm. but there's just like 10 of them that are just gold. I mean, just... <laughs> They all had the perfect statement, and you blend them all together. It's just or sometimes awful. it's just ten of the same, just basic, most predictable, ignorant caveman thing. But when they're all lined up and they're all just like One crapping all <laughs> over the whole segment of the it's thing. like they're just feeding off of each other. It's, it's, it is great. <laughs> all right, last one. I, I'm still not sure what to make of this. We'll figure it out. Or we won't. Uh, I was going for time. This I get this a lot, and it's it, it it's irritating. It really irritates me. I'm gonna need to remove this word from my auto predictive text. Time always gives me tinge. I get tinge. T i n g. What the heck is a tinge? <laughs> tinge. Merriam-Webster defines as one, a slight staining or suffusing shade or color two an effective or modifying property or influence touch a tinge of guilt so time gives me tinge so time gives us a slight effect a slight difference of what we already had Mm. that's interesting yeah and weird yeah i kind of like that but We'll leave it alone, and we're going to, I think we move on to dessert. Yeah, anything I'll say about time versus tinge? I still don't know what tinge is. <laughs> a tinge of guilt. It's a touch of guilt. Like, like uh, eggshell white has a tinge of eggshell. No, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I was being sarcastic. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, tune in soon. Check out our episode of Just Dessert. Where are we going to talk any MMA on that? Are we going to talk sports? We're going to talk a little bit of everything. Well, it's going to be nuts. We're going to talk dessert. movies, TV, sports. TV, exactly. You want to hear the MMA this week on Just Dessert? Oh, yeah. We're going to be talking TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man. We would have talked about the TV deal last week, wouldn't we? Or did that happen this week? It happened on a Wednesday when it officially broke. Oh, that's right. So we wouldn't have covered it last week anyway. No. Still timely. All right. We hope you had fun at the table. We love it when you come by and really appreciate your time. Please tell your friends about us. Like, share, retweet, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud, where you rookie fight fans and seasoned vets can also find Better Fight Cast, your tightest coverage of the UFC and all things mixed martial arts, the purest, best support you can follow. Follow Joe Newbauer at Joe MMA. And even though she's not here, Gabrielle Tambona, Gabby underscore T, and me, Matt Crocomo at Matthew J. Better. We love you guys and girls and everyone else. Peace! <laughs> <laughs>